welcome everybody to a new and a slightly depleted episode of Lobang Boys. Yeah. Lords of Lobang. We are missing minus one. Minus one because he, he's got family obligations. Yeah. Sean is chasing the wind. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's making sure that uh, the kids in his family don't get touched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he he's being a good, good family man. Good he needs uncle. to he needs to hang up his uh, Santa Claus outfit <laughs> because oh. it's wet with cum. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Try he's a Santa Claus today. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe we have to ask him later. Yeah. yeah. We I need to ask him how many chimneys did he manage to climb down into. Oh. But instead of going to the kids' room, he probably went to the dad's room. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, who knows? Oh, maybe you should ask him. Did he tuck it back when he started putting on the center outfit? Oh yeah, might be too tight, right? Yeah, yeah might be too tight. You know, you have to tuck it back so that he don't get a boner every time a kid sits on his lap. Or or you tuck it upwards, so you leave the balls hanging, <laughs> but you duct tape the the cock to your pelvic, re- pelvic, pelvic bone. region. Yeah, that 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 would be bad. Yeah, but especially at a family function. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, I think when this episode comes out, it'll probably be like just before New Year. So mm. Happy New Year to you guys. Yes, Happy New Year. Yeah, 2020 has been an insane year though. Insane. Good for some people, bad for some people. I think good for the top like 1%. Yes, for sure. Yeah. The uh, ones who are like selling, buying Bitcoin, selling oh, oil. In- insane. Uh, selling oil, selling uh, plastic products. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Selling um, <laughs> the manufacturers of all the PPE, uh, vaccines. And the fucker who, who created the vaccine for COVID-19. Kudos to you. You're now a billionaire. Um, multiple companies, what? Pfizer. Oh, yeah. Modena. So the fucking CEO is, might be rolling in dollar. They have always been rolling in dollar. More dough. Rolling in more yes. dough. And the lives of innocent African children. Gone. Yeah. Gone. All for the good of uh, humanity. <laughs> of the greater. Oh, for, for the greater good. For huh? the greater good. For the greater good. <laughs> for people who are living in first world nations. Yes, <laughs> and I did not notice the poster, but it's a nice touch. Yeah, I I changed my poster like because New Year knew me. New Year knew knew yeah. you. Yeah, and you you also want to be known as the title of the film. Yes, the parasite, the parasite. Yeah, so amazing film, amazing Korean film. Um, but also yeah, twenty twenty one, I'm going to be a parasite. I'm going to be sucking the life out of everyone. I see. Yeah, that's the way to be, la. <laughs> <laughs> You have been influenced by the virus. Exactly. Yeah. Why? Why should the virus have all the fun? Yeah. Why can't I have some fun? You. You know, when you can't fight the bad guy, you become the bad guy. You become the bad guy. You join the bad guy, and then you spread the love. By love, you mean AIDS. By love, I mean syphilis. Syphilis. Yeah, because AIDS. AIDS isn't that scary, lah. AIDS isn't that yeah, scary. Uh, there's no proof for AIDS. <laughs> Syphilis and gonorrhea, we know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Happy also like Happy is scary. Happy, yeah. Happy is scary. So Happy is like Habibi. <laughs> it's a Happy Habibi. Yeah, it affects people in the Middle East. Yeah, Happy Hep C and all we know it's how severe it can be. Mm. So what about the HIV virus? HIV virus. Um, if you do a deep dive into it, if you look into it, like what Eddie Bravo says. Yeah. Uh, there are. Loads of inconsistencies in in how the virus was actually brought into the public sphere, how they get uh, garnered attention for it, mm-hmm. and um, if you like really go and look into it, 
you see similar names you see same names you see Dr. Fauci's name appear again right. um, this was back in the 70s I assume uh, late, late 70s early 80s right right yeah so um, the same test the RT-PCR test was used again right at that time so um, th- th- there's a problem with this whole test right it's not meant to diagnose any disease mm. it's just meant to replicate like repeat genetic sequences amplify them and then show you that okay this genetic sequence is present in this uh, sample I see yeah right mm. so from that you're going to make loads of uh, in, uh, interpretations right you're going to interpret loads of different things so that's what the medical or the scientific community has been relying on mm. for vi- like these kind of like viruses retroviruses and all this kind of shit but for that to be accurate, you've got to isolate and purify the virus. True. To make sure that nothing, there are no impurities in the whole testing yes. sequence. La. So that's what a um, couple of scientists, like Dr. Stefan Lanka and like Dr. Thomas Cohen, and to a certain extent, Andrew Kaufman, who's a medical doctor and a psychi- uh, psychologist or psychiatrist, they have been saying that you just review the, the literature. Mm. And Dr. Stefan Lanka is a virologist. And now he says that, don't call me a virologist. Right. You know, it's not a serious sector, a serious um, department of science anymore. Wow, really? Because of what they have been doing. Right. So, at first, cancer was claimed to be a virus. Mm. That's why they came up with, um, like, chemotherapy and AZT, you know, the the drug that was eventually used to treat AIDS Mm. in, like, the first few years of it. Right. Yeah, it was treated as a virus. Mm. And um, after that, they were like, yeah, it cannot work for cancer. So they rebranded it, rehashed it, and then said that, okay, it can be, we let's try to use it for AIDS. I for see. For uh, treatment of HIV. Yeah. Yeah, so it didn't help. It killed people instead. Mm. It killed people way faster. Yeah. And um, I think if you, you th- there are, there's like a interview with Dr. Shafin Lanka, from like either the late 80s or early 90s where he actually reads like he shows you example from like Scientific American magazine like what the, the claims are who were the people involved in it and everything and he says that what like in summary he was saying that most likely they picked a group of people who already had a very very bad lifestyle mm. i.e. the gay community in, the New, gay. York, in New York City yeah, in New York City, and in San Francisco, isn't HIV God's punishment to the gays? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you you can look at it in that way because the Christians were talking about that. Yeah, mm. so he was saying that you picked a group of people who were already going towards death. Yeah, from their practices, and by practices, he's not talking about like anal sex or what. By lifestyle choices, he's talking la. about lifestyle choices, the like drugs, the drug alcohol. usage. The amount of alcohol that was abused, the he, the hemophiliacs, blood transfusions and all this kind of bullshit that was happening between like drug takers and all. Mm. So all of this and the uh, insane use of uh, poppers, mm. I think it's called amyl nitrate or something like that, yeah. which is used for muscle relaxant, the muscle right? relaxant of yeah. th- so that they can have sex of the anal cavity of the anal cavity, right? So. And amyl nitrate is actually a proven carcinogen. 
Mm. So it causes uh, severe degradation of your cells, your normal healthy cells. So with that happening, and it can actually lead to cancer, different kinds of cancer and all this kind of shit, of course these people are going to die. Yeah. So you isolate them, and then you take sa- like samples from them, and then you claim that there's a new virus. Mm. But you have not isolated and purified and showed that this virus is actually real, how real it can be, how effective or how deadly it can be. None of that was shown. So it was like fast track mm. to show that there's a new disease, there's going to be a new pandemic. And if we don't act on it, we are going to get wiped out. Right. right? Which didn't happen. It didn't happen. Mm. But it is still feared. The disease is still feared because it now it has transformed. Uh, then after it transformed into, like oh, it's a death sentence, mm. and then slowly it got transformed into saying that it's no longer a death sentence, but y- you still have to be careful. Yeah, because the pharmaceutical companies came up with like drugs saying that oh, we can, we can prolong your life. You can have a normal life even though you are HIV positive. You are HIV positive. Yeah, and then they put you on a fucking cocktail of drugs for the rest of your life. Which cause a bomb as well. Which will cause you a bomb. Yeah. Right. Then you have people who are like, uh, oh, I need to have lead a really clean life. Uh-huh. I've got to quit uh, smoking, alcohol, drugs, whatever. And yeah. I need really need to switch my life around. And these people are still around. Mm-hmm. Alive, healthy and thriving actually. But there's social stigma and then you know that so, so I, I guess you can't have kids though because they're going to spread it to the kids as well uh, right yeah but then there it's also not certain that your kid might have it right so it's it's not it's not 100% it's la. not uh, according to their own like the mainstream hiv like research right so it's but like, it's like a lottery kind of thing uh, oh okay so whether you want to take the risk or not that your kid might be born with hiv so they don't encourage you to have a kid la. right yeah okay and then you also can't have sex with anyone who is negative technically yeah. Unless the person knows you, you actually told the person that I'm actually like HIV positive. HIV positive, and I'll use I'll, I'll double layer my condoms. Yeah, you, no, you can say whatever like that, lah. Yeah. So that's why, um, actually, like, uh, wh- what's his name? Um, uh, Charlie. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen got into a little bit of trouble because he actually did not tell his um partners, like Brie Olsen, the the porn star, and few others that he actually had AIDS. Oh fuck! Oh, he was HIV positive. Yeah, but he was using like um really thin condoms, like lambskin condoms and stuff like that. Yeah, and they did not know anything, so they did not say anything. Yeah, yeah. So if they had known, they would have never have sex with him. Yeah, most likely. Shit! How did Charlie Sheen get HIV? Uh? Is it from drugs or from fucking a hooker? Uh, uh actually, no clue lah. No clue, right? No clue. But the thing, the whole problem with HIV, right, is like what uh, Stefan Lanka explained, right, is that the test is so... I- it's not even meant to find a virus. It's mi- meant to find uh, like a RNA sequence or a DNA sequence. Right. So if they want... if the, the test can be manipulated in a way that if they really want to find something or they just want to diagnose you as positive, mm. they'll just use the RNA sequence. If they want to return a... a Negative result They'll use the DNA Right Right But if uh, you have the RNA That means you have the virus No Not really Because the RNA sequence Of the alleged virus mm. Could be anything It could not even be a virus It could be some Natural thing That is in your body Right And then the sequence Right Is The, the, the whole sequence Like only Maybe a small part Is a de- deviation from 
something else in your body. Mm. So it's a natural, it might be your muscle tissue, might be something else that has that RNA sequence. And then they're like, okay, it detected this. So you're positive. Right. So there's the same thing that's happening now, uh, according to some of the scientists and some of the medical doctors and all that's happening with like the whole COVID thing. Mm. So they're saying that without actually purifying the virus, isolating and purifying the virus, you can't tell that this is actually from a virus. Because you have not really uh, decoded the genetic sequence of the virus. So now, technically, you can't even claim that it's a virus. Because for for that to happen, right, you have to put it into someone else, a healthy person, a healthy host, and that healthy host has to come down with the same disease. And then it it should be repeatable. Right. If it's repeatable, then you can say that there's a disease. But all these tests has not been done. No. Right. Okay. Mm. That's conspiracy for you guys. Yeah. But the thing is that people who are like, I've been trying to find like people, like, you know, there'll be people who are saying that, oh, we have debunked this already. Mm. You know, it's real. Like people who are talking about a conspiracy about all these kind of diseases and all, uh, it, these people are just like, Nut jobs Cons- Conspiracy nut jobs Everything yeah. that they You know Everything is a conspiracy To them or what No I- If there's a lack of evidence mm-hmm. That's when people Will come out and say that Yeah There's there's something That we have to look into Here Right If there's like Solid evidence And if they are proven wrong I think they will move on Because they're like you're, You know You're barking up the wrong tree mm. But not in this case la, Where All the evidence Whatever that people Are presenting as evidence it's basically just repeating the same thing again and again and loads of their the research papers that they are citing mm. has isolation or purification in the title right. or in the abstract but then in the body of the work there's no explanation there's no um detailed breakdown detailed breakdown of the steps mm. of how it was how the sample was isolated how was it purified was there coke spo- was coke's postulates uh followed was uh, uh uh what do you call that satisfied was reverse criteria satisfied like if you break it down and you look into it you, you're like where is it right they just claim that it has been it's claimed lah right but i think no one no one actually has gone to the extent of reading uh, all the white papers and all that has been published oh, right pe- except pe- except for the for the few who's been questioning it lah mm. And then the the few people who have been questioning have been really really vocal and they've been asking like if there are papers that have actually explained it. Yeah, where is it? You send it to us. Bring, S- send bring it to forth. us. I will. We will read it. We will read through it, and we will see if we are wrong. We are wrong. Yeah. Just, just send it to us, and we'll be happy to read it. Mm. And that's what that's not happening. And then there are a few fellows who have made like debunking videos mm. where they actually like whip out like the same research papers. Uh-huh. And then they are like, oh, okay, you can see here the RNA sequences are already in a database, so we can just rely on that, and you can cross check. Yeah, oh, it's so simple. And then it it you just goes to it just goes to show that they are not even listening to the arguments that are being placed on the other side. Right. They are questioning the whole database of the RNA sequences. They are like, yeah, they are there, but where did those sequences come from? How did they amass them? Were they those se- uh, were those uh, sequences which you n- you are cross-checking from, mm. how were they attained? Right. So if the whole process of them getting all these RNA sequences, the DNA sequences or whatever, the genetic codes, 
how did they attain them if that process itself is under question then the whole thing that the the way that the method that you are trying to employ is questionable right that is what is being discussed now people are just trying to like cut that out Mm. And try to basically saying trust the system, yes. trust the trust science, trust science. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recently, I watched um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, interview. It was like about maybe about fifty minutes. Doctor Thomas Cohen and a old reporter called John Rappaport, mm. and he was reporting this the the whole AIDS epidemic thing, where he did research on this, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" Mm. So he has had like really long. Um, a long disdain, long-lasting disdain for the scientific community when it comes to this kind of shit. He he calls it like you know it's you can never question the church of science. Mm. The the tenets of science can never be questioned. You you know if you tr- try questioning it, you will be sacrificed at the altar of science. Which which is what the essence of science is about. The question everything, isn't it? Correct. Until until so evidence is proven otherwise. Correct. So yeah. if you are trying to make it s- make it seem like a religion, like mm. you know, you can't question. There are only select few people who can talk about it. The rest of them can't. The rest of you shut up about it. It becomes the same thing as religion. Fair enough. Fair point. Mm. Yeah. But what's the difference between DNA and RNA? RNA, uh, I think. Okay, I think it's the structure of it. Right. So I think DNA or something is. There's one is fucking like double helix and all this kind of like the structure of it. La. Yeah. I think yeah. there'll be DNA, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 And then RNA is like like a straight, uh, more of a straight thing, straight line thing. Right. If I'm not wrong, I fucking learned this like 13, 14 years ago. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long ass fucking time. So y- you, you can actually like. Um, like Tom, uh, Andrew Kaufman and all, they have made videos about explaining it. The the difference between Wh- the which two is like, and they are picking things up like which are like mainstream like uh, science uh, presentations and textbooks. Uh. They are just taking the information straight out from there. Right. So those things are non-controversial. Right. The contro controversy comes in when it's about the uh, interpretation of things and like how Interpre- interpretation of data la. Da- I think I data think that, and that will be the and the uh, like the, they are questioning the ethics behind some of the decisions that they are making, la. like how it's very fast moving. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, uh, there's there's a disease. We need to control it. What are the steps? Okay, we need to isolate. We need to um, lock down cities and countries yeah. and everything. But but they're saying that that's the same thing that was done during the Spanish flu. Uh, yeah, mm. the Spanish flu in the 1400s. But right? then you do there loads of historians who actually talk about it, man. And it was it was quite interesting to actually listen where they were talking about Spanish flu. They were talking about uh, the bubonic plague. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about um, polio. Oh shit! Sorry, Spanish flu is in after World War One. Yeah. Bubonic bubonic plague is uh 1500s, 1400s, 1500s. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and they were talking about uh, polio mm. and f- in most of the this kind of crisis right the disease actually started dying off by itself once it doesn't have a, a host to live in right or yes. something yeah yeah it started dying off by itself and vaccines or medication or therapy for all these diseases actually came in way later when it was already dying off mm. so the the eradication of the disease or the or the disease being controlled technically should never be attributed to the vaccine. 
Yeah, that I, I heard the argument before. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you listen to all sides, you you listen to it with an open mind. Yeah. Then most likely you might come to a different conclusion, lah. Even polio as well, right? Someone was giving an example. Mm. Like now, now I think polio polio has been eradicated, right? Yeah. It's a it's a like no one suffers from polio anymore. You rarely hear people like yeah. suffering from. But polio But we now. we do have a vaccine though when we are kids on polio, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But that. Uh, that's why, like you, I think few doctors have been talking about it. Like, like, if generation after generation you have not encountered any such diseases, yeah, then why should you be taking a vaccine for for the disease for the disease when it's not even? Maybe the argument could be to prevent it from coming back. No, but your body already might have um, the antibodies to antibodies to a to genetic antibody to fight it. Yeah. Right. So by introducing the disease in a different way in your body, it's actually reminding your body about it to to a certain extent, lah. Mm. And it's like it'll never go away. Maybe it'll mutate or something like that. Uh, there are quite a number of like journal articles about it. Uh, quite interesting, but very very long winded. Uh. Right. Right. Yeah. But th- these are like really new conspiracies. Mm. Interesting. Uh, not a lot of people want to. Be to believe any of the questioning yeah because they're like you know why will the government lie to us and all this kind of uh, kind of shit like why will all the world governments lie to their citizens and I, I still uh, some some part of me still believe that uh, COVID-19 is the Wuhan plague that was created in the lab that the Chinese government is using to take over the world mm, yeah but uh <laughs> Of course, like if you don't like the Chinese, you know, even if they breathe or they eat, everything is uh, yeah. a bad thing, lah. But like what David Ike said, lah, uh, if it's really a lab-grown virus, mm. releasing it out into the wild is actually an extremely risky thing if it's that deadly. Yeah, I I think it might have been leaked though. Yeah, like, but like but, but you see any way accidentally leaked, but any way that it came out, lah. Mm. If it's that deadly, right? It would have killed way more people without um any uh prejudice. Mm. But look at the way how uh it was controlled in Wuhan it sorry, in Wuhan itself. It was controlled like really quick. But look also the the government uh, uh issued um stay home notice for three months. You know, so everyone was locked in. No one, no one interacted yeah, with but each other. But if it was that deadly, mm. it would have spread like wildfire mm. within the country itself. But yeah. it did not. It did not at all. Look at countries like Australia. Australia has got a really big Chi- Chinese um, uh, PRC population. Like whether they are there for studies, they are there for business, tourism, Huge. buying property, buying property. Yeah, yeah. They were not really affected. It was not deadly at all. Mm. More people die from like cancer than from the Wuhan virus. Yes, <laughs> more people die from that. Yes, yeah. in Singapore, people die from heart attack. Way more people die from heart attack, heart disease every year than from COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. COVID nineteen. What? It's twenty eight. Yeah, le- less than less than fifty lah. Twenty eight. Really? Fifty. That's a number. Twenty eight people have died. Oh shit. So right. it's nowhere as deadly as what it's being drummed up to be. Mm. But because of this deadly virus, 
Yeah. The entire world has been shut for extended periods. Almost eight months already, actually. Mm. Yeah, and then now um, the UK uh, it's, it's entering to the second lockdown phase. Second right? lockdown, yeah. Yeah, for about three weeks, three weeks, I think. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense as well, man. If they are entering a lockdown phase, mm. they have just, uh, not just, for the past few weeks, about 2,000 people have been granted access to go watch football. <laughs> they need money. How, how, can it, how can it be that deadly if you are actually allowing people to go watch football? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. La. No, I think I think the lockdown phase is going to happen after Christmas, right? Or after New Year's or something. Mm. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't... There's a massive public up, uproar that they... Oh, you're preventing us from visiting our relatives during Christmas. Fuck you, government. Yeah. Y- and then they but, back down. But you see... Uh-huh. Yeah. Then, like, how? If it's, if it's that deadly, you... If your... Uh, if your intention is to save your citizens... Mm. You would like no, we can't like bend over backwards for your fucking, just so that you can visit people. Yeah. If you visit, you you would be at the risk of either you getting the disease or you, uh, spreading the disease. So, we cannot take the risk. You stay at home. Yeah, but but why? Like I don't know. It's quite it's quite intriguing though. Like Asia, uh, um, has handled it pretty well. Like all countries in Asia. Mm. And and Asia Pacific lah, New Zealand and Australia, but in Europe and America, pretty fucked up now. Yeah, yeah. In the UK, US, yeah, the cases have been rising and people are still dying from it. But in Asia, like you hardly hear about COVID nineteen anymore. And let's not forget, um, these countries that we we're talking about had people protesting on the roads, on the streets, true for the death of uh, George Floyd, and uh, a few other, uh, like deaths, like police brutality, whatever fuck shit. Yeah, right. And during that part, politicians, uh, medical professionals, uh, people who um, uh, scientists who are saying that, yeah, you know, the protest should go on because this is bigger. It's a bigger problem in in society and all this kind of fucking bullshit. So if you really felt that it was a deadly disease, mm. you're like, don't. Get on the streets. Don't be outside. Yeah, it's bad. Didn't didn't was it the WHO released a statement saying that uh, uh you we shouldn't protest unless it's Black Lives Matter or something like that. Uh, that no. Um, was it WHO? I think American uh, Medical Association or some shit. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they released a statement. Yeah, released a statement saying that we support the protest. Yeah, unless only if it's for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. So you can't protest the you w- uh, not wearing a mask, but you can ah. protest Black Lives Matter. Yes. Yeah. Which is which is quite funny. And it was weird, la, Like conservatively saying, like m- maybe ten to twenty percent of them did not wear masks. That, yeah, that, I'm being very very kind here. I'm being very very conservative. And there's no so- social distancing at all. Zero. Everyone was screaming. Your spits flying everywhere into your face, into your eyes. The looting. Yeah. The fucking burning of a wen- <laughs> Wendy's. <in> like, <laughs> like it was mad. Yeah. It it, it went wild. And they were not uh, they were not uh, condoning that they were supporting it. And now you know, like, oh, the the disease is getting from bad to worse. All this kind of bullshit. Hey, fuck! It doesn't make sense for me. It's it's from what I can see, it it was um it was a transitional period for the world economy, the world, the financial system in the world. Mm-hmm. It was a transitional period. Right. 
So successfully now we have entered the realm where digital currencies, digital tokens, yeah, have now um, gotten the upper hand. Physical money is slowly going to be phased out now. Right. When cryptocurrency was at its uh, former peak, mm-hmm. now now Bitcoin and all surpassed that that level already. But in twenty seventeen December, when it reached um eighteen thousand USD, right? Nineteen thousand. So sing dollars, it was twenty six thousand. Right. 20 for Bitcoin. Twenty six plus. Yeah, yeah. For Bitcoin. The consensus amongst financial institutions in the world was that this is an unregulated currency. It will not work. It mm. will not um, be you. You know the transition to it will not be smooth. We can't track it. It's anonymous. You know it can fall into the wrong people's hands. It's hackable. It's everything. It's not safe. All sorts of shit. And meanwhile, they were just working on their own kind of digital token. Yeah. Or the, the big banks, lah. Yeah. The big banks and the central banks around the world. So now you can see that even out in our country in Singapore, we have trans we are slowly transitioning to even a coffee shop or hawker center stall, mm. accepting pay now. Yeah, a Accept cashless society. Yeah, cashless. We are going into that cashless realm, mm. and uh, there there are both benefits and um. There are definitely pros and cons, lah. Pros and cons. Yeah. yeah, one of the pros is um to eradicate uh dirty money. Yes, money laundering, drug money, blood money, whatever, whatever bad shit you can think of. That would be the pros. And I think now it will be way easier for you to keep track of your citizens' income, or a company's income. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's if you are dealing with cash, yeah, there's no. You it's know, pretty hard. It's pretty hard. Yeah. But now, every, if the most of the eighty, sixty to seventy percent of your transactions are all going to be digital, mm. pay now, pay la. Yeah, uh, it's harder to hide cash. It's harder. It's harder to hide cash. It's all black and white. It's documented. Yeah. So you got to pay your taxes. Exactly. So, and in the future, right? Everything is going to be controlled. If a citizen does not uh, follow rules, yeah. you know, like the social rating system. Yeah. How easy would it be for the government to just block your bank account? True. Which is what we we was what has been experimenting. Uh, China has been experimenting on. Yeah. The whole social credit system. Correct. In China, which is very similar to Black Mirror, actually. The episode of Black Mirror, right? Yeah. 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 So if you don't have a high enough score, you can't take a plane. Yeah. You you can't you can't travel out of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't travel by train. You have to drive. You can't stay in like five star hotels. Oh shit! It's pretty, yes. it's pretty insane. You, you don't get access. Yeah, and it's, it's the, and it doesn't just affect you as a person. It affect your family members and your friends as well. Mm. So they're using the citizens to watch their own citizens rather than the government watching Correct. them. Correct. And yeah. it it all starts. It was all like a step by step kind of thing. Mm. We have spoken about like the assassination of JFK, nine um, eleven quite a bit. But what happened after 9-11 was like the, um, what do you call that, um, the beginning of what we are seeing right now. Like the, the passing of the Patriot Act, where surveillance of, of uh, your citizens yeah. became something very normal. Where the NSC has been granted power to spy on your own, uh, own citizens, citizens, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
you had that and then you had false information that was presented to the congress to the to the un general assembly the security council uh, saying that uh, iraq has weapons of mass destruction yeah and all those kind of things and then when they go in the un inspectors themselves did not find anything mm. but the us still invaded yeah invaded and they stayed there they are still they have a presence still still in, in baghdad right in baghdad and in around the e- region. even though i think uh uh, Obama thr- throughout his, I think his last two years, he's been withdrawing troops from uh, Iraq as well. He, Iraq, he withdrew from Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah. Because Afghanistan, there's nothing much that they can do. Mm. Because the whole problem stems from the US or the CIA uh, striking deals with Osama bin Laden and the Mujahideen, saying that you fight the Soviets out of your country, we will help you with logistics, with arms, with uh, food and everything. With support, with te- tactical support. Yeah. You do it for us, we will help you get your own country. Mm. Maybe even this place, we will help you uh, rule this country. They, 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 they call it regime change. Regime change, right? Yeah. And they backtracked on it. Right. Once Afghanistan... Uh, Kicked out the Soviets, they're like, Soviets, Bye. yeah. They were like, yeah. Ciao. Okay, ciao. And I think that left uh, really unpleasant taste in um, Osama bin Laden's uh, palate. Yeah. And after that, it was claimed that he started targeting American embassies and all this kind of shit. Yeah, he started uh, the terrorist group by Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. But after that, right? Mm. But there's no proof. La. Right. That that has been dis- disputed as well. It has been heavily disputed. Even, a, what do you call that, a BBC documentary, I think I mentioned this before, a BBC Panorama episode. It was a three-part uh, series mm. which I don't think is available on even the BBC player iPlayer anymore wow I think it's been taken off um, that documented like the infancy of uh, of uh, what they call Al-Qaeda and mm. whether was it really Al-Qaeda right like how truthful can we uh, how, how, how much can we actually believe the intelligence reports that were coming out from CIA and MI6 saying that there's an organized terrorist cell in Afghanistan yes but when you look at it right like 19 out how many hijackers were there 19 18 out out of the 19 were Saudis Saudis. why why don't the US investigate like Saudi Arabia yeah because they immediately blamed they said that even though they are Saudis they were operating they were trained and operated out of Afghanistan or some shit like that right so they and then they said that Osama is in Afghanistan according to intelligence reports from uh, what do you call that um, the ISI which is uh, uh, what do you call um, Pakistan's CIA mm. so they're saying that we've got uh, information from them and the CIA and MI6 and Mossad that th- this is what is happening yeah but I mean it's Saudi Arabia it's your ally and then 18 of the hijackers are from your country like mm-hmm. bro what what's going on Exactly. Yeah, they they should exactly. have pick up the call and be like Saudi. We need to have a talk. No, but they were really always talking to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, or something else. So w- one one thing that quite a number of people like gloss over is that after the nine eleven attacks, uh, uh, aviation was actually like shut down in America, and they had like a blackout period where they were where only ground. fighter jets were flying, right? Yeah, they ground yeah. all the commercial planes yeah. and even private planes. And I think two planes were allowed to fly out. Air Force One. One was um, no, not Air Force One. 
Uh, one was uh, a plane to Saudi Arabia. Another one was to Israel. Ooh, what really? Yeah. Damn. Wow. So they got rid of the Bin Laden family that was in America. They were like, "You guys have to leave first, or you know, you might be targets of target like attacks, or attacks, or whatever, or shit. whatever." Yeah. yeah. Or we might be questioned, like, "How how are the Bin Laden family still here?" They they are still a fucking rich and powerful family, right? Yes, the very big in construction in Saudi Arabia. So yeah, very very wealthy family, billionaires. Um, so God told them to go back, and the ambassador to America, or was it a a prince? He was very close to the Bi- the Bin Bush family. Bush oh, family. Bush family, right? So, uh, apparently, this is according to um, Michael Moore's uh, movie. Fahrenheit 9-11 mm. Saudi Arabia uh, actually owns 6% or 6 to 8% of America's economy mm. that's huge because of the oil I assume yes the oil so 6 to 8% Saudi Arabia actually has invested wow Saudi Arabia has bought um, fucking Twitter as well right they invested 1.2 billion or clo- mm. uh, uh, 1.5 billion or something to Twitter but Twitter is a big company, yeah. Or what is one point one point two, one point five billion? So uh, their worth is what thirteen billion, fourteen billion? M- uh, yeah, but the market. But having the Saudi Arabia in your director's seat, yeah. But a lot of people are questioning, like you know, freedom of speech and all that, and why are you allowing foreign government to uh, to come into like you know your company and yeah, and uh, you you can see how Twitter is fucking biased as fuck lah. Mm. So if you when scrolling through Twitter, right? If you see any post by Ru- Russia today, mm. there'll be a, uh, like a what do you call that? Like this, this information has it not been verified. That kind of stuff, right? Ah, uh, it's not that. There'll be on top. There'll be like uh, this is a Russian government uh media agency or something like that. Right. So yeah, saying that whatever you're reading is actually like part of Russian propaganda. But any American news outlet doesn't have that warning. Even a- anything that anyone posts about COVID nineteen that is not along the what's been preached in mainstream media, yeah, you will get that notification at the bottom. This post has not been verified. Please check uh, information or whatever. Correct. Yeah. So that you know, in one way, you can say that it's encouraging people to like to fact check to information. Fact check. Yeah. But in another way, most people don't even have the time to fact check, or they're too lazy, or they're they're not bothered. So they look at that and like, okay, if this is present, right. That means it's bullshit. Yeah. So y- you can look at it in different ways, lah. Basically, you're saying that whatever that uh the mainstream sources are saying, American mainstream sources are saying is the truth, lah. You know, and exactly. And whatever that's not like from you us, do, it's you don't need to fact check. Yeah. Like we are really fact checkery. Yeah. Exactly. Ah. Uh, oh, the Americans. We 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 hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. Than any other country, than any other news agency, and all this kind of bullshit, lah. Which is. Being fucking uh, slimy bastards. Yeah, fa- being slimy fucking bastards. slimy cunts, la, in, yeah. in other words. That's also one of the reasons why the uh, Trump administration, well, not really Trump, la, but the military-industrial military complex wanted to invade uh, Venezuela. Yeah. To have a regime change for the betterment of their people. Uh, because and, and to control the biggest oil reserve in the world. Yeah, no, because the guy's a dictator, he's a bad guy. We need to slap him, get him out of power, and save the citizens. Maduro. <laughs> is he still in power now? Yeah. 
Oh, he's still in power. Yeah, the the guy that they were trying to install, he he has a uh, escape right. He has. He fled the country. Yeah, he's fled the country because people want to fucking hunt him down, lah. Probably. No, the thing is that they they failed. They failed in the. They failed coup. the coup, right? They failed. Yeah. They thought that they could um, gather support and uh, stage a coup d'état, but the f- uh, Guido, right? Guido, whatever the fucker's name is. Yeah. He, he failed. Right. And this fella has been like a fucking um, puppet for American uh, politicians and American um, policies for a very long time. Right. Yeah, he's got he's gotten a scholarship from one of one of the American think tanks. I think he studied in America or some shit like that also. Or yeah. He's got ties lah. He's got ties to right wing politicians in America or some shit like that lah. Mm. Right wing, left wing is more or less the same thing lah. Is is more or less the same, but. The it's just the approach might be different. Mm. Yeah. E- eventually, they all fall into the same fucking category, la. Yeah. But it's ju- it's ju- the reason why there's a left and right wing is that their approach and their their morals might be different. Mm. How to get to the destination? They they might have a different way of getting to the destination, but usually the destination is the same and it's not dictated by them. It's world power, world domination. Yes. What? What? The whose world domination? Um, like the, the Americans, mm. what, the industrialists and the military guys. But actually, that one's so hard to say, lah. Yeah. We, because we don't know who is. We don't know who is actually running things. Right. Right. Could it be? Could it be the aliens in Area Fifty One, the one who crashed their spaceships? Could be. Right, could be. maybe some of them survived and you know they managed to live a long life and they are trying to give us information on how to you know uh, defy gravity. That would be interesting, lah. Yeah, I think I think that would be an amazing movie though. I think Michael Bay might make a film out of that. <laughs> or Steven Spielberg, or Steven Spielberg, and the hero. Hey, who did Independence Day? Uh? Michael Bay. Michael Bay, right? Yeah. yeah okay, okay. Michael Bay did Independence Day. I think Steven Spielberg might direct the film, and then the hero of the film would be a Jewish guy. I think he saved the world. Or maybe Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Hanks is the hero. He's the hero. <laughs> didn't he, he survived COVID, right? So he, he yeah, can be the hero. Didn't it, the, he just uh, uh, produced and directed the Parkland? TV se- limited TV series, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking horrible. Yeah, about the main... Uh, about JFK uh, <laughs> when, when he was shot. Dude, it was fucking horrible. Oh, you watched it? Uh? Yeah. How many, how many episodes? Uh, they did a movie and then they did the series. They did a movie? They, yeah, but the movie had zero traction whatsoever. It was like, f- damn fucked up. Right. Then yeah. then they did the limited series. Yeah. yeah. I think the limited series was by uh, Tom Hanks. Right. The other one was Spielberg, if I'm not wrong. Or Sp- uh, produced by Spielberg or something like that. Okay. If I'm not wrong. But the I watched like 20 minutes of it and then I was like... F- it's to basically say that the main um the uh, it's basically to double down on the mainstream narrative, the the Warren Commission narrative. Yeah. That Oswell shot JFK, uh it was one shooter and then the he died from the wounds from that. Mm. And then after that Jack Ruby killed uh uh Oswell. It's, it's just to double down on it, la. Yeah, but Jack when Jack Ruby killed Oswell, I think he did he did it lah, but no one understood why. The why yeah. the why wasn't explained. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that's why if people are interested in, in this whole thing, right, um there's this researcher called Jim DiUginio. And I feel that he's one of the most um well researched JFK uh, JFK 
Bobby Kennedy, so RFK, uh, Martin Luther King, like in all of their deaths, that there's like connections. Mm. So the perpetrators or the people who acted on it were all like pretty similar figures. They were all working together, like all working for the same paymasters, and the people who organized it together with them were all doing it for like pretty similar people. Uh. Right. They were just trying to get rid of people like strategically. Who were who were trying to create a ruckus. Yeah. So this guy has like really done his research. He has gone beyond like the assassination. He has gone like to the policies that JFK was trying to implement. Mm. What were his thoughts on like on civil rights, on world politics, on like uh nuclear energy nuclear weapons what everything from his policies in the Middle East to the policies in Southeast Asia what was JFK trying to do and if you go into that you will see a better picture right basically he wasn't a warmonger right yeah he, he wanted to withdraw he was, troops he was not he was not going to do what the powers that be wanted him to do yeah he wanted to withdraw troops from Vietnam and, and yeah he didn't want to go to Vietnam he wanted to help Indonesia mm. get rid of the Dutch and like whatever remaining colonial uh, uh, like remnants that was there mm. uh, he didn't want to bother Vietnam at all he wanted to end the Cold War yeah he wanted to uh, initiate uh, like fast fast track civil rights yeah basically he was a good guy that was uh, there was a bit of a fuckboy as well Yes. Yeah, he was uh, fucking... What, what's the face? Um, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, right? Yeah. And then his brother tapped that as well. Tapped that. Like, but that's another thing. Like, Marilyn Monroe was a whore. Yeah. She tapped anyone that moves. Yes. Anyone in power. Anyone she, in power that moves. She even... Like, there's this like a... Uh, like mafia associate fella who actually like has written like... Uh, or he has like featured in few films or what. When he was 17, Marilyn Monroe tapped him. Ooh. And how old was she then? 30s or... Wow. 30s, yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So... So she was a proper whore. Yeah, she she wanted that bit of uh, sugar daddy. La. She wanted a bit of sugar daddy. Sugar daddy in her. No, she was the sugar mommy in that... Oh, in that, in that situation. No, but she was used and abused by... Lots of people men, People right? in the mafia, politicians, like anyone, like Hollywood. Yeah. Do you, do you think that Bobby Kennedy and JFK tapped her together? No, I don't think so. I don't think they did the Eiffel Tower. Ah, uh, If they did, who do you think would be in front? By age, I think JFK. La. I think <laughs> uh, I think Johnny Boy would have been in front. <laughs> you get a shot in the stick bo- first. Yeah, Bobby would have had to take it from the... Take it from the back, lah. Get the blowjob first, lah. Yeah, yeah. Get the blowjob first. Get it looped up, and then yeah. then then we switch it around. Then he's got to uh, douche it out, douche out the brother's uh, love juice, and <laughs> then <laughs> and then he would have to insert his uh, pink torpedo inside, or maybe he just went straight for the ass, like like a straight into the hole, straight into the low bang, straight into the low bang. That's how we do it here. Exactly. But yeah, very, very interesting. And I think you might actually find Jim DiUgino's work pretty interesting because there's one on Hollywood. Oh, yeah? Like the whole system, how the CIA has been uh, having liaisons. Mm. And like few of them actually went on to like 
uh, run studios. Oh wow! Okay, I'm not surprised though, especially after like uh, within the last twenty years, when you see a lot of war films mm. being produced. Yes. Yeah. So you see every war film that is green lit and every war film that becomes big wins awards or whatever always will uh show the United States in the best light. Yeah. Yeah, like Zero Dark Thirty. That one Zero Dark Thirty. That's a fucking disgusting American film. American Sniper. American Sniper as well. Um yeah. fucking Saving Private Ryan. Like all these films yeah. won all these awards and they Showed America as oh cannot do anything wrong. Uh, Band of Brothers, the mm. series. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, it's well well produced and yeah, it's well produced, well shot, well acted, entertaining. But if you look past that into the message that they're trying to and showcase the, to the public and the credibility of the story. Yeah, especially Zero Dark Thirty though, mm. where they in, in where they actually say that uh, because of uh, uh, torture methods, mm. they they got the whereabouts of Osama bin Laden, which is false. It's false. Yeah. Which is false. So, I mean, that itself should be a red flag. Exactly. Yeah. It was trying to justify torture. But have you watched the documentary Taxi to the Dark Side? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, that that one was fucked up, man. Yeah. yeah. How three people going for a funeral, right, or wedding, were just kidnapped and then sent to uh, Abu, Abu, Abu Grab. Grip, yeah. Abu Grip, yeah, where they were tortured. Fucking hell. And the guy survived, dude. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine surviving no, the shit. Surviving the shit and then coming out and going back to like life, normal life. Imagine yeah, how, how fucked up <laughs> you must be. <laughs> and, you know, when you think about it in that way, right? Like, dude, after going through all of that and you're innocent. And you're innocent, dude. You did not do anything. Yeah. You just dressed up your Sunday best going to a wedding. Exactly. That, that's and all. And then you get fucked up. You get tortured for like a year or so. Yeah. And then when you come out, are you going to be the same? Yeah. You're not. You have to go even, home and even then... Even if you didn't have any inclination to like be a soldier of God or whatever, fuck. I think after that, you might be inclined to do that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you know, like, you have been like, fuck, is this what... You know, and then that, that's where you will be susceptible to like people actually starting to come and like say shit in your ear, man. Like, dude, like... Yeah, the Americans are bad. You know, the join Americans us. are bad. You know, yeah, this is this is the God's message to you. Yeah, yeah. That you can see what the Americans try uh, try to do with you. Yeah, you have brothers and sisters who have died because of what they've done. Blah blah blah. And then yeah, so I mean, and uh, uh, Dirty Wars. Have you watched Dirty Wars? Dirty Wars. Oh, on that on Netflix. Is it a documentary on Netflix? I've not seen it. I've I watched it way before it came out in 2013. So I watched it way before Netflix. Because it's Dirty Money on Netflix. D- not not Dirty Money. Dirty Wars. Uh, uh-huh. So it's directed by this guy called Jeremy Scahill. Right. And um, now he he was running this uh, company called Intercept. Mm. Uh, this uh, online journal called Intercept. Yeah. And um, he was. Uh, he went in and did research and actually filmed like in Yemen and all. Oh, that's almost to the brim. It is. It's dripping. It's dripping out. The cum is dripping out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sean's cum is dripping. Out. <laughs> so, um, dude, it was damn bad, man. Like, they went into this village in Afghanistan. Yeah. So it was a JSOC operation. So JSOC is a Joint Special Operations Command. So these fuckers are like 
like they have Delta Force, uh, special uh, Green Berets, all under them. Yeah, they might not even be special ops though. They might be black ops. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all under them. So it's special ops. Then you got Delta Force. You got people doing black ops. So like concurrent with CIA and all. Yeah. All of all of these operations are under this uh, command called JSOC. Joint Special Operations Command. And technically, they're under the intelligence unit and not really under the main three. Not uh, really under um, the army. Yeah. So, they might be under, um, what do you call that, the Pentagon. Yeah. But they are not strictly under, they don't have the to US military to the US military. Yeah. Which, right. is, which is fucked up though. It's like, what? Yes. Yeah. So, like, they, they might have, like, a special channel that they, that the command chief or... The, the general that is in uh, the command leader mm. can just directly go and talk to uh, Obama or like even before that Bush or what like straight Dick Cheney la. I don't think Bush uh, la. I think Dick Cheney yeah. was the one like whoever who was in yeah. power they can directly brief them and all this kind of shit yeah. so they actually went the, the soldiers went to like a village in the mountains and in the house they were just having a family gathering f- uh, ladies children few men they just went in, took out two fellas, said that we are just going to bring them over for questioning, and shot the two fellas. Wow. And then after that, when people, the ladies ran out of the house, they actually opened fire. Wow. So they killed, like, don't know how many people in one family. Jesus Christ. All right. And then after that, they actually, the, the command, the guy who's actually in charge, this general, I think two star or, or three star general, he actually or colonel, they like send some kakia or something like that to actually go to the village to talk to the elders and then like make the elders like bring them and go and talk to the family, mm. and they offered them like what goats la, like you know like like like, like shit that didn't matter. Yeah. To try and like appease them and say that okay, this please is the end of this. Please don't go to the media that kind of shit la. Like. That there's no media la. like like you know this is the end of this we did it was a mistake and all yeah uh trying to say that don't retaliate or don't like give asylum to like terrorists the, the terrorist, terrorist or, yeah. groups or whatever kind of shit or don't go and join them so like that kind of shit like yeah the reason why they went there was probably they had intel with yeah. uh, parentheses uh, air quotes parentheses with air quotes that um they might be harboring um terrorists mm. uh in in, in their village lah yeah. Yeah, but then you don't know shit. But then you know, so that's the thing. That's like in war, like rules of engagement and all this kind of shit. Like it gets so damn muddy mm. that you don't follow the Geneva Convention or you don't follow rules of engagement or any shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And then you get away with it, and no, and none of this gets reported back in America. Mm. It's usually like um, other independent news agencies who actually done their who dare to do their research and then release this. Uh, like like sixty 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 minutes, right? Uh, the Australian, Australian one, yeah. The Australian one, yeah. No, I think I think that was also a very very sly way of of handling it, mm. because if sixty minutes Australia was not going to publish it, some other news agency around the world would have. True, maybe Al Jazeera or someone. Al Jazeera or Russia Today or anyone mm. like that would have reported it, and that would have made it way worse. Mm. Yeah, and because 60, uh, 60 Minutes Australia was the Australians' uh, special ops that were yes, involved in the whole contra- controversy in yes. uh, in There was an SAS. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was fucked up. La. It was quite bad. La. Yeah. And then you have video footage of them like opening, fu- opening fire on like yes. innocent civilians. Yeah. 
It's like, wow. And imagine Jesus. that you are wearing fucking body cam, no? Yeah. They just didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't give a shit. They yeah. were like, dude, we are part of the SAS. Like, what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. Our government is going to back us no matter what. But then, can I fuck in the backside? Uh? There, there's one where they were, they were tracking through this field and then this guy like tending to his sheep or something or harvesting wheat or whatever shit. It looked and like the fellow was taking a piss. Yeah, or, or like harvesting wheat. I don't know. He's and the, then they started point, pointing the, the guns at so him. Get down, get down. Uh, get yeah. down, get down, get down. Then he was like, what is... Uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and then he's like, do you want me to smoke him? Then it's like, whatever, uh, yeah. man. And uh, then he just opened fire. Open fire, yeah. And the guy was on the floor, dude. He was like, hands up, like on the floor, and then he just opened fire. And the fellow like took so much pleasure, you know, he switched back to semi-auto, like from semi-auto to like full auto to semi-auto and tuck, 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 tuck. Like yeah. he was pressing... Squeezing the trigger like each shot at a time. Now, tuck, 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 tuck. Yeah, like, and then after that, like, okay, let's go, let, let's yeah. move on. I told you not to move. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, fucked up, man. That that's and another one. The f- they released a dog. I think it was a, um, it was the next. It might have been the next um, clip that they showed. The f- the they chased another fellow and then they released a dog. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, the the guard dogs, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever dogs. Uh, yeah. I think it was a Belgian Malinois. Fucking hell, even those dogs are being fucked up, dude. Yeah, like the mental, like like the emotional and mental psyche of the dogs is fucked. Yeah, like, because like, of the handler, right? Like the handler is fucked also. After the cy- after the cycle, they have to put a dog down. You can't like release mm-hmm. them to like you know. They actually do release them, you know, but they are usually adopted by ex uh, special ops. Yeah, imagine, imagine sending a dog to a normal family. And then the dog has like PTSD and then he wakes up and just bite the head off your child. Yeah, finish it's it. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, because the dogs are like attacking, pe- like the, 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 they go for the neck. They go no, for but, the face. But these dogs are very smart. Like uh, Belgian Malinois and uh, German Shepherds are actually very, very smart. They can differentiate uh, someone who is alien to your family mm. and someone who is in your family. Yeah. And if it's a child, right? Yeah. They'll be overly protective of the child. Yeah, so even your like maybe like if you have a kid and you and you bring back the dog from service and then you adopt the dog and everything the child oh, no, will no, no, be no. protected by the dog if no. it's if it's the handler adopting the dog then no problem yeah but that's what I'm saying but if it's oh, like to uh, another normal. family like some stranger and but they won't release the dog like they won't uh, give the dog up for adoption yeah, imagine you come home drunk and then you're like because stumbling around yeah. and the dog thinks oh there's an enemy here I'm gonna bite his balls off and then no it's like la, the what dog, the fuck f- the dogs are fucking smart man you're sent no, may- the dog will no pick you up from the scent. Maybe he's dreaming and then he's fucking like having PTSD of the time in Afghanistan and then like getting chased down by gunfire. That, that one and then you open the door and then you're like, you're uh, talking uh, about a chihuahua. Or you're talking about dumber dogs. And then you're like stumbling, finding your keys and everything. It's like, oh, this fucker. If I'm not wrong, you see the bigger breeds, right? Like, uh, that are used for like military work or police work. Yeah. Uh, German shepherds, Belgian Malinois, f- uh, beagles who are used for. Drug sniffing and all this kind what of shit. What about a fucking poodle? I think a poodles are not that useless. Poodles are pretty useless, lah. Poodles it's can. It's a vanity dog. No, poodles can be. Uh, you should get female poodles to uh, trick the male uh, enemy dogs <laughs> to get them horny. Then while they are distracted, you enter the base. I don't they think can that's be used how it works. They la. can be used as distraction. I don't think that's how it works. Put a skirt on a poodle. Use the poodle as distraction. Then. The Afghan tribesmen man actually fucked up. Wei Zhang Chen. No, that one. Name Wei Ming. That one you got to put a skirt on the goat, on a female goat. Maybe male goat lah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe they like it both ways. 
Who knows? Who knows? A goat is a goat. A goat is a goat. Yeah, he, he can give you meat, he can give you milk, and he can give you Insects. a good come. Yeah, he can give you a good climax. Yeah. Well, three in one, dude. Three in one. You can't well, ask for more. What can go wrong? And then <sighs> you still you, you still got horns or uh, you still got uh, horns to hang on to. Yeah, the horns is like you know, like a uh, pigtails of a girl that you're f- doggy fucking, and he just grab the horns. Yes, to drive it deeper. But that one is you, you are uh, the pigtails on a girl. You are using it as a as a whip. As a whip. It's a whip to whip it. Yes, right faster, bitch. Right faster, like a horse <laughs> <laughs> grabbing the manes of a horse. <laughs> the mane of horse. Fuck it out. Yeah, from wars, from COVID to wars to bestiality. To bestiality, but no, the last bit where we went back, we said that grabbing a girl with pigtails. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he has too. Maybe the person, the fella, is too drunk on goat milk, lah. Then he, you know, can't differentiate between a female, a, a, drunk a human, and, milk, a, uh. and and a goat. Yeah, add, add a bit of vodka or Bailey's into the goat milk, and then you have a good time. Those fellas are halal, lah, bro. Good time, long time. <laughs> long time, good time. No, you're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> No, no, that's North Colombian donkey sex. That yeah, that's how to infiltrate a uh, Afghan village. You sneak in, mm. you pour babies into their goat milk. Then when they when they drink it, they get drunk, and then you can do your search. Dude, actually, search yeah, and I, I've got to say this. Um, I've I've been like checking out quite a number of like reaction channels, mm. and I've been like really uh like happy to watch reaction channels from this like tribals react and uh like Pakistani like tribes people react so one is like Afghan tribes and another one is like Pakistani tribes people and they seem so nice and innocent and very kind very respectful yeah and unless you're a woman and then no it's s- like, like even the women like they show the women yeah. like reacting like eating American breakfast or like uh, Indian food from India like yeah. eating biryani and all and they are so surprised they're drinking chai then they're like this doesn't seem like the f- the tea that we drink here they are very respectful they are very nice and they rarely say anything bad right and it's it's like total contrast to what like the world has been exposed to as afghans mm. like they are savages and you know they are, they want to kill americans and all this kind of bullshit and then you watch it they are fucking normal human beings yeah they, they just want to wake up do their work get paid so yeah. they can send their and kids then they to school. ate McDonald's for the first time and they were like this is like fantastic I've <laughs> never eaten then one person one old man asked is this halal <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah McDonald's is smart lah. McDonald's is smart they want to they want, they want to hit the as big demographic as possible mm. yeah it, it's actually very very pleasant to watch like people from somewhere far away yeah being normal and interacting innocently and you don't see that on like mainstream media yes you don't sadly. you don't see that on Fox News or even CNN yeah but I think McDonald's McDonald's can unite the world except for vegans yes because they don't no, really have a salad but in India they have they do but in India they have the Maharaja Burger which is like fucking paneer you know what paneer is right it's cottage yeah, cheese yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. it's vegetarian so oh. so the whole patty is paneer Oh shit! And then they dip it in, uh, like, uh, breadcrumbs and everything, and yeah. then they deep fry it. Wow! Then got a sauce, and then they have got a veggie burger, veggie patty as well. Oh, okay. So it's like mixed vegetables in some form of batter, 
dipped in breadcrumbs as well, deep fried. Because I, I know that Singapore, they had they started this, uh, well, they did try fucking salad, but it's mm. chicken salad, if I'm not wrong. Mm. Or something, yeah. So it wasn't like so salad, salad. grilled chicken on, on top, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, trying, yeah. trying to be healthy. Like, what the fuck, McDonald's? Just make us fat. Actually, eating salad's not necessarily healthy. Uh. Just eat grass. La. Just yeah. eat grass. Yeah. Or cardboard. Yeah, just go out on the go out to a gra- uh, grass field and then just put your mouth get get on your knees in a doggy position, put your mouth to the ground, yeah, and th- chew on the grass. I think we have hit on the right thing, right topic to end this podcast on, like within the next minute or so. Uh huh. And I think the conclusion that we can come to is that vegans are evil. Yes, the they are vegans are responsible for climate change, for the Iraq War, for Afghanistan, and for the death of JFK. Exactly. Yeah. And they have not addressed any of this. Exactly. 9-11 is the Jews. It is. <laughs> Amen. And uh, thank Yahweh that the Jew is not here. Yes. Amen to 2020. It's a shit year, but hopefully 2021 will be way better. Yes. And with, uh, with a new episode in the new year, we'll have our resident Jew back here. Yeah, and we were we are looking at way more uh inviting way more guests over to our place. Yes. Yeah, not not the frequent ones, but we might be getting some sponsors. Yes. And as long as they are not snoozers. Yeah, as long as they come in Because quite a number of porn stars or even OnlyFans girls, they have yeah. no personality. Right. That's where we bring the personality and they just bring their bodies. Exactly. For us to use. But that episode will be a special Patreon episode. Yeah. Pay $10 to watch us use her. Because for that, we'll have to do loads of editing. <laughs> I think I might just edit this out. There'll be, there'll be loads of quick cuts. <laughs> yeah, you can't see my lightsaber. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to mori it out. There's no lightsaber. There's no dark saber. There's no dark pillar. It's a it's a toothpick. You're going to see a toothpick. No, yeah. It'll be a toothpick fighting between the three of us and the winner gets the goal. Yeah. There won't be a monolith. Uh. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Stay safe. Stay safe and uh, happy 2021. And happy fucking.